Well, I hope you're hungry. This week in the cabin, it's all about the food on the podcast. We got a foodie roundup. Big Mac facts. Fun with the McDonald's gold card. We'll talk the perfect piece of candy. Hot pocket cargo shorts. If beer could talk. Chocolate facts. We'll tell you once again why I hate fucking kale. Glenner's cooking tips. And signs you're way too addicted to chocolate. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Now, of course, time of the year. Everybody wants to give something up for their resolution. And we're about that time where the resolutions start to drop off. Let's be straight up. Mid-January, right? Chose to give up something as part of your New Year's resolution. Uh, Well, hey, congratulations. Uh, You've now made it... uh, 10 days, 11 days. Wow, good for you. Maybe you gave up something relatively easy, like fruitcake, right? That'd be, that would be like the... <laughs> but that's cheating. You can't give up something you don't already not eat or do. Yeah, I gave up smoking. I never started, but that's how I get Ranch dressing, right? Shopping at Kohl's. I don't know. Maybe you gave up something more difficult. Survey came out with a list of the 15 hardest things to give up for New Year's. Number one spot, chocolate. That's probably more women than men that would have a tough one with that. Number two would be tougher on men because number two on the list is meat. And men love their meat like women love their chocolate. Boy, did that whole sentence sound really dirty, didn't it? Yeah. And of course, uh, yeah. Bread was number three, followed by driving. Who gives up driving? What does that mean? Well, got DUI, so didn't have much of a choice. I don't know, but that's what it said. Alcohol is, is the next. Potato chips, cake, social media, and I like this. Wine gets its own spot outside of alcohol. Cookies, smoking is way down the list. Beer also gets its own spot. Takeout food, sweets, and clothes shopping. Some of the things are just meant to be temporary, like for January, but 21% of people have already uh, doubting their ability to make it through the month. Um, the main reasons people do that are uh, usually improving their health, losing weight, saving money, or just for the challenge. But for some of you, like, giving up chocolate? Oof. Now, for me, that wouldn't be hard. That would be like giving up fruitcake. I'm not a big chocolate guy anyway. And the only chocolate I ever eat are dark chocolate-covered almonds. The ones with coconut from Costco. Oh, baby. So other than that, I don't really, so it wouldn't be that hard. But some, oh, you ladies, I know Maria would have a very tough time with this. She's addicted to chocolate. I mean, she would kill a man for breaking off a piece of her Kit Kat bar. Yeah, a lot of you women, I know, the last time you orgasmed was probably when you bit into your York peppermint patty. Let me guess, your spirit animal is the Cocoa Puff bird. You are so addicted to chocolate. Ladies, did your husband catch you in bed with the three musketeers? Yeah. You know you're addicted to chocolate if you can actually spell the word Ghirardelli. Oh, there's an H in there somewhere. Every time you watch a classic Willy Wonka, you see Augustus Gloop almost drowning in that chocolate river, and you're going, oh, that lucky bastard. (laughs) 
Yeah, ladies are only interested in sex if your husband wraps himself in foil with a paper strip out of the top of his head. You got a Google alert for fudge. Or if you actually like Whoppers. Really? Oh, you've got a problem. You've got a serious issue. Well, sure, we're all about rock and roll here on the top of the world at X-Rock Radio. We're also all about food, so how about a foodie roundup? Yeah! Huh. Here's your foodie roundup for this week. Take a look at this. Uh, I don't know if this is fun or wasteful. There's an ice cream shop opening in New York called Catch an Ice Cream. And with the gimmick, they throw you the order. It comes in one big scoop and they hurl it across the room at you and you're supposed to catch it in a bowl. (laughs) Uh, And if you drop it, they give you another one. So it's just kind of a gimmicky thing. They throw your ice cream at you. (laughs) It's up here in the middle of winter. That'll put out an eye. ESPN is bringing back their post-seasoning spice blend. Yeah. Post-season, get it? Football post-seasoning. Uh-huh. And introducing post-seasoning potato chips to go with it. Meanwhile, Pizza Hut bringing back the big New Yorker pizza in February. All right, now, the big New Yorker, now, it's not supposed to be thick. That's Chicago style. In New York, you fold your pie. Onions are so expensive in the Philippines, they're being smuggled into the country. You know, kind of like eggs up here in Alaska. An Australian doctor on TikTok claims there is DNA traces of up to 400 insects that can be found in every single tea bag. All right, not those tea bags, dudes. Shut up. Don't be disgusting. Male pattern baldness has been linked to Pepsi. Study out of China says between Pepsi and male pattern, male pattern baldness, they found men who indulge in just one soda a day had a 57% higher risk of being male pattern bald, losing uh, their hair quicker, an increase of 21%. Yeah, that said, the findings are considered correlative, meaning that the researchers can't report that soda causes hair loss. It just makes it happen faster. Speaking of Pepsi... They're uh, ditching uh, Sierra Mist. Remember, it's been around for 23 years. They used to have Slice in 99. Then they replaced it with Sierra Mist. They're just trying to compete with Sprite, which is made by Coca-Cola. It hadn't been working well. So now they've got one. It's called Starry. They want to appeal to Gen Zers. It's called Starry. Why don't they just call If they want to hit Gen Z, why don't they just call it meh, whatever. Supposed to have more citrus flavor. Sure. All right. You're going to brunch? You're going to do brunch? What are the worst things you can get at brunch? They say anything you could easily make at home. Corned beef hash, because most places use the cheap stuff. Eggs Benedict. Uh, Anthony Bourdain said, because hollandaise sauce, they make in a vat. And it is uh, risky because bacteria loves hollandaise. And sometimes at a brunch, it sits around a while. All right. Uh, Canadian bacon, because it comes pre-cooked. Steak and eggs, because usually you don't get a good steak. Bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys, because they're usually made with the cheapest liquor, champagne, and juice they can find. All right. I don't know if this is returned to normalcy or not, but White Castle's finally bringing back its Valentine Day dinner after a two-year hiatus. 
Peeps launching uh, two new flavors this Easter. Dr. Pepper and Kettle Corn. Okay. Nobody asked for it, but okay. The dirtiest thing in your kitchen? Get this. We always thought, what, the countertops, maybe your dish rag? No, spice jars. Because we're always touching them while we're cooking, raw meat and everything. Spice jars, dirtiest thing. Reese's peanut butter cups are becoming a line of frozen desserts. Nobody asked for it, but they are. Mars will be offering all-female M&Ms for a limited time to honor successful women all over the world. They'll, pack, uh, they'll have green, brown, and purple female characters. I didn't know those were the female M&Ms. Do they, do they have boobs? Is there nipples on these? I don't know. And finally, Oscar Mayer currently recruiting, once again, the next class of drivers for the iconic Wienermobile. There's 12 driver positions available coming up if you want to drive a wiener. Or you could just drive a Subaru. Kind of the same thing. It's your foodie roundup. Yeah! <laughs> McDonald's is doing this big push because it's their 50th anniversary. All right? 50 years. Really? Seems like they've been around a lot longer than 50 years, right? But they have. But what has it is the Big Mac. That's what turned things around for them 50 years ago. The Big Mac turns 50. And, you know, they were doing that win a Big Mac, you know, for life or McDonald's for life with their gold card. Do you need to eat that many Big Macs? We had the one story about the guy that ate like a, eats over 100 Big Macs a year. It's like once every three years, he has another or three days. It's He's averaging like three Big Macs a week. That's way too. See, I tried to do, the Big Mac is so delicious. The lovely Marie and I will go, man, you know what we haven't had in a long time? Because we don't do a lot of fast food. We go, Big Mac. And we go, yeah. And we get all, of course, usually after a stop by Good Titrations or something. It's like, yeah, let's do a Big Mac. And we're about two bites in before we regret our decision. It's like, oh, this is a horrible idea. But it is very, you know, and they got that special sauce. Remember the song, right? Was it two whole beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun? Wow, how did I remember that? It's always the stupid things that you remember, right? That will help me nowhere in life but doing this show. Nowhere. There's a lot of things we don't know. Here's some things you probably don't know about the Big Mac. You want to you hear a couple? I think it's time for an educational moment. 95.9 presents an X-Rock Morning Show educational moment. There used to be a jingle about the Big Mac where you listed all the ingredients, which I just did. Except the only ingredient not listed is the pink slime. The Big Mac knows magic. Just look how it made so many diabetic feet disappear. If you already knew this year was the 50th anniversary of the Big Mac, congratulations on being really fat. The only thing special about the special sauce is how fast it runs through your intestines. Australia has a Big Mac BLT with tomato and bacon for customers customers who want their heart attacks just a little bit faster. If you visit L.A., there's a good chance your Big Mac will be made by Scott Bale. Former President 
Donald Trump doesn't like to be seen eating Big Macs in public, although he does enjoy them. Why? Well, it makes his hands look even smaller. When you finish eating your Big Mac, you can use the cardboard container to store your tears. Big Macs are why Ronald McDonald's hips are so wide. Big Macs are Whoopi Goldberg's favorite between snack meal. It's constantly being pushed on us by a clown. Oh, wait. No, that's the border wall. I'm... There's a vegetarian version of the Big Mac designed specifically for people who enjoy things that are terrible. Each Big Mac is made with two beef patties that weigh 1.6 ounces each. Just like the Olsen twins. You can double your Big Mac by requesting two additional patties, but first be sure to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself where everything went wrong. Finally, something you didn't know about the Big Mac. It's the most popular thing you can get at McDonald's, other than a bathroom tuggy from a tweaker. I think we've all kind of uh, developed an interesting, almost intimate relationship with our refrigerator, have we not? I mean, we've been cooking a lot, eating a lot. I love that thing, man. I don't know if it loves you back because it can't talk, but what if it could? Here are things your refrigerator would probably say if it could talk. Hey, do I got any say in these magnets? I know they're family, but some of these people are butt-ass ugly. <laughs> you know, I don't care how fast you open the door, you're never going to catch the tiny man who turns on my light. Hmm. All right, after I die, please, for the love of God, don't leave me on the front porch like your redneck neighbors. Nice. Oh, dude, nice try with the vegetables and all. But we all know you're just going to let them rot in the crisper. Nailed it. Hey, is it true you're cheating on me with somebody else in the garage? Freezer. Hey, I'm a big Brady Bunch fan. Can you paint me avocado green? Loved those. Oh, yeah, more baking soda. That'll mask the fact you're disgusting fucking slob. Oh. Hey, you don't understand. In some places, ice chunks and milk's a delicacy. Sure. All right, if some wise ass calls you up and asks if I'm running, just hang the fuck up. Never gets old. You know, every time you use my water dispenser, I feel like the whole room's watching me take a piss. Uh, they are. All right, stop calling me an appliance. This is 2021. I would rather be identified as a food preservation unit. Thank you. Of course you would. Oh, uh, yeah, this Chinese takeout from 2018? Yeah. It could probably go. Now, that's a good call. One more thing if your fridge could talk. Oh, uh, dude, this is like your fourth trip in the last hour. Exactly how fucking high are you? Ooh, pretty fucking high. <laughs> Ah, McDonald's, you never disappoint. The Golden Arches, not a big fan. I mean, it freaks me out when they, you know, they keep showing these videos of like, this is a 10-year-old Big Mac and it looks brand new. It's like, that's not right. There's nothing right about that. This is what we're putting into our bodies. This is what we're shoveling into our gullet. This? Oh, they'll do anything to get you to keep going. Uh, now, McDonald's has come out with what something they call the McGold card. Yep. 
the McGold card. Yeah, it grants cardholders free McDonald's for life. Bill Gates and Rob Lowe supposedly have one. McDonald's gave away a version of it in a sweepstakes a few years ago. Now they're offering up a dozen of them. And you all have a shot. McDonald's says three people will get four McGold cards. One for you and one for three of your friends. It's part of a new... S-Z-N of sharing promotion, which happens on their app, of course, through December till Christmas. There'll be daily deals on food and merch orders made through the app. And the McGold card winners will be chosen among the participants. They say every day you order through the app, you get a chance to win. That's what they're doing. Now, technically, it only covers two free meals per week for 50 years. That should be plenty. All right. The winners will be notified in early January, and they'll have to designate the three friends to get the cards at that point. And they'll be connected to the friends' names and the loyalty accounts. So, yeah. By the way, McDonald's values a McGold card at about $1,040 per year for 50 years, or And they'll also give the, here you go, they'll also give the winners a check for 22000 to help offset taxes on the prize. Wow. Okay. And you don't need to make a purchase to win. The official rules detail a process you can go through to get entries without buying anything as well. Of course, since these will cut your life terribly short, I don't think you're going to need the card for 50 years. The McGold card. That's a stupid name. They should call it the ah, the Chub Club. Or, or the Constipator. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Booty Badge. Widowmaker might be more accurate. Or instead of Visa, it could be Greasa. Everywhere you want it to be. The McThickener. Bypass Buster. Master Lard. Oh, I got it. The McDonald's Gas Pass. Boom. There you go. My job is done here. I'll take one of those. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Time for yet another educational portion of the program this week, boys and girls. Uh, We're uh, having fun with fast food with the mayor, so why not hit you with this? Did you know it was National Fast Food Day? Well, back, yeah, that's a thing. For most of you, I know it's like Monday, but whatever. But for the rest of you, these are actual facts about your favorite fast food. You ready? Here we go. For one, the fries in the bottom of the bag, who do they belong to? Whoever paid. If everyone split the tab, you go to a knife fight. Just how it is. Uh, all those McDonald's Happy Meal toys you saved have risen in value. Oh, yeah, to almost like 13, 14 cents each. Going big on the market. Uh, eating large quantities of fast food is linked to obesity, heart disease, and all those other things that you already have. The largest hamburger in the world was made in Minnesota. But I'm going to go out on a ledge and guess it was eaten in Wisconsin. Fast food got its name because you get the food fast and the diarrhea even faster. Sesame seed, probably one of the most popular hamburger buns, right? The least popular bun, man. Bun. If you knew what was actually in a McRib, you'd... Ah, oh, who am I kidding? 
<laughs> You'd eat it anyway. Fast food, believe it or not, dates back to ancient Greece, which incidentally, your hash brown was fried in this morning. Sonic was recently honored for its contribution to the toilet paper industry. The best way to guarantee a huge laugh? Walk into Arby's and ask if they have any low-fat menu options. <laughs> that always kills. Uh, the most expensive hot dog in the world was called the Juni Bon. And anybody paid $169 for it was called a total idiot. And eating fast food, obviously, can lead to obesity, which can lead to early death. So this, in America, is known as totally worth it. And finally, Wendy, total burger whore. Had to be said. Had uh, National Ice Cream Day the other day. Did you know that? Here's a stat. Did you know that Alaskans eat more ice cream per capita than any other state? We do. Now, you've probably heard uh, that, you know, I mean, uh, ice cream on a cold day, having something cold actually warms you up. But a new survey found that 16% of us only eat ice cream when it's warm outside. Well, that's not here, because then we'd only eat ice cream for a few weeks out of the year. So, that would be... But I'd imagine, you know, maybe if you live somewhere where it's just really hot all the time, sure, I could see that. But then that means you're eating ice cream all the time. 16% 16% only eat ice cream when it's warm outside. What is warm? Let's start there. Are you talking about, um, <laughs> what's, what's warm? 70? That means in California, you have the green light to eat ice cream all the time, right? Same with Arizona. It's rarely below that unless it's late at night or I come up, I found, I did some digging, found some of my own shocking ice cream survey results. For instance, did you know 46% count the cherry on the Sunday as their fruit serving for the day? A whopping 2% of people have been at a McDonald's when the ice cream machine is actually working. 76% think those cones you get at the grocery store are just styrofoam. Let's be honest, they're not. I don't think they're edible. 87% of guys who drive ice cream trucks have no business being around our children. 92% say their favorite ice cream topping is more ice cream. Well, there you go. 83% of you think Haagen-Dazs is a German sexual act. Did you know 61% of moms whose kids get ice cream use the phrase, hurry before it melts? Hurry before it melts! That's, that's That's your bad for serving them ice cream in the car. 55% who finish a pint of ice cream after a breakup uh, also own a cat. 65% believe rainbow sprinkles turns ice cream gay. (laughs) Yeah. That would be your Southern Baptist uncle down in Arkansas. Which, really, um, gay ice cream sounds... Wow! Sounds fabulous. I'll be straight up. 48% of us uh, just ask Baskin Robbins for a bunch of free samples, then leave without buying anything. And from what I can tell, about 100% of you pretty much ignore the Cold Stone Creamery tip cup. Just an observation. Another 40% eat ice cream simply for the brain freeze. I want to party with you people. From the farthest North Rock station in the world. 
It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Uh, most uh, m- most old middle-aged white guys wear the cargo shorts. I don't like cargo shorts. I refuse to wear cargo shorts. With all the big pockets on them and they hang down past your knees. Makes you look like a duck. But with that said, who doesn't like to eat a Hot Pocket? Mmm, but they get cold. What are you going to do? Hot Pockets are consumed within walking distance of a microwave. Let's admit it, right? But now you could see somebody walking down the street eating a Hot Pocket. How is this possible? Well, Hot Pockets and an apparel company have created a pair of cargo shorts with insulated pockets. So there's literally a Hot Pocket. It's specifically for transporting heated Hot Pockets (laughs) in your cargo shorts. At first glance, oh yeah, they're just normal beige cargo shorts, but they have a cargo pocket on the thigh labeled hot with the message insert sandwich here. The pocket on the other side is labeled cold. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's see. The front also has a graphic of a devil that says stay heated, whatever. Uh, You can get them online, of course, through Hot Pockets, so you can go there. But really, is that a good idea? You need to carry around your hot pocket. How far are you going to go with your hot pocket? Now, here's one. Cold day, throw in a hot pocket. Now, you got a little heater in there. But you're going to want to eat it eventually. But, I mean, what's that say about you? Well, let's just go with the cargo shorts. Let's start the car. Cargo shorts says, uh, I'm out of shape. I'm middle-aged. I like golf. And I really don't care anymore. That's kind of what cargo pants say. But, man, wearing... Hot Pocket cargo shorts? What does that say about you? Well, the only thing worse than my taste in food is my taste in clothes. <laughs> my nightstand is full of you unused condoms. That's what it says. It also says, yeah, I like to eat on the go. And by eat, I mean humiliate myself. And maybe it says, ah, I keep my wallet in the microwave. <laughs> When I see my parents in public, they pretend not to know me. That's what Hot Pocket Cargo Shorts say about you. I enjoy burning my testicles. That would be one. (laughs) I've never heard of a lunch bag. (laughs) Yes, that is frozen food in my pocket. No, I'm not happy to see you. (laughs) I like it when dogs sniff my crotch. I don't know. Really, you know what it says more than anything if you're wearing the Hot Pocket Cargo Shorts. Uh, It's pretty simple. I mean, it just says one word. Help. Oh, man, I'm getting thirsty here in the cabin. Coffee not doing. I need a beer in the worst way. I could use a beer right now. So bad. There's a beer sitting right here. It'd be going, drink me, Glenard. Drink me now, damn it. Oh, be, well, that's not what he would say, probably. Probably say something like, hey, I look forward to seeing you again all over your floor here in a few hours. That's what my beer would say to me, if beer could talk. If beer could talk, he'd probably say, hey, uh, you know, if you consume 10 of me while you're doing it, Is bowling really a sport? Really? Yeah. If beer could talk. It'd say, yeah, I'm a glass of Dos but you're the farthest thing from the most interesting man in the world. Hey, as a pint of Guinness, I apologize in advance for chipping your tooth. That's what beer would say if beer could talk, right? Hey, tequila, ready to play good cop, bad cop? If beer could talk. As Michelob Ultra, I can tell you, if you want to get laid, don't let anybody see you sipping me. I'm like Zima, unless you want to get gay laid. Then it's okay. Sip away. Just keep that finger out.
Hey, why was I born a craft beer and destined to be consumed entirely by pretentious fucking douchebags, sporting wool scars and ironic mustaches? That's what beers would say if beers could talk. Well, off to destroy your liver. See ya. <laughs> hey, what can I say? I'm just a hoppy guy. I'm sorry. I got dad jokes, all right? Hey, I really don't appreciate you, dude, naming your belly after me. Yeah, actually, if beer could talk, it'd probably say, dude, get some help. You're having a conversation with a fucking beer. Get some help. <laughs> a lot of you candy nuts will time out the Halloween candy to get you to Christmas, and then the Christmas candy gets you to Easter, if you really do it right. And then you get the Easter candy to get you to um, Arbor Day. I don't know. All I know is they say the average person discovers their favorite candy at age 11. How is that? Because there's always new candies coming out. Uh, I think when I was 11, I was into bubble gum and sweet tarts and everything. Now it's, it's all, I'm all about the nerd rope, man. If you had nerd rope, I love nerds. Those weren't around when I was 11. And uh, then from nerds, they had the nerd rope, which is like licorice covered in nerds. Now they have the nerd rope bites, which are like crack. They're so good. But I don't know what makes a perfect piece of candy for you. Is it, is it the hard candy? Do you like chocolate? What is it? I, personally, I like the ones that mask the stench of booze. But that's just me. You might be different. Or if it contains enough sugar to put a diabetic into a coma, that's how you pick your perfect candy. Or if it's just fun to suck on. All right, stop it. You went there. I, I didn't go there. Another way, how do you find the perfect piece of candy? I don't know. Let's say it fits in your cheek and gives you like colored spit, kind of like your redneck uncle. <laughs> or does it keep its flavor for more than three seconds? I'm looking at you, fruit stripe gum. You smell delicious. You look awesome. And three chews in, it's like I'm chewing on rubber. Does it come in a dispenser? That's a good way to find out, right? The, you know, where you can like, you know, pop the decapitated head of your favorite beloved cartoon character and bite him by the throat and pull out candy. I, I don't know if I could describe Pez more morbidly than I just did. It'd be great if they had like something inside the candies, like red ooze that would come out. Just an idea. Or, you know, the perfect candy for one, A, it's got to rot your teeth. Oh, wait, no, that's perfect piece of math my thing you also know um it, it's a perfect piece of candy if it's not a whopper uh circus peanuts or necco wafers that's how you find out if it's the perfect i think really though for most of you what makes the perfect piece of candy is the one that's located in the section of the store labeled edibles let's be straight mcdonald's is doing this big push because it's their 50th anniversary all right 50 years. Really? Seems like they've been around a lot longer than 50 years, right? But they have. But what hasn't is the Big Mac. That's what turned things around for them 50 years ago. The Big Mac turns 50. And, you know, they were doing that win a Big Mac, you know, for life or McDonald's for life with their gold card. Do you need to eat that many Big Macs? We had the one story about the guy that ate like a... Eats over 100 Big Macs a year. Like once every three years, he has another or three days. It's he's averaging like three Big Macs a week. That's what I do. See, I tried to do the Big Mac is so delicious. The lovely Marie and I will go, man. You know, we haven't had in a long time because we don't do a lot of fast food. We go 
Big Mac. And we go, yeah! And we get all, of course, usually after a stop by Good Titrations or something, it's like, yeah! Let's do a Big Mac! And we're about two bites in before we regret our decision. It's like, oh, this is a horrible idea. But it is very, you know, and they got that special sauce. Remember the song, right? Was it two whole beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun? Wow, how did I remember that? It's always the stupid things that you remember, right? That will help me nowhere in life but doing this show. Nowhere. There's a lot of things we don't know. Here's some things you probably don't know about the Big Mac. You want to you hear a couple? I think it's time for an educational moment. 95.9 presents an X-Rock Morning Show educational moment. There used to be a jingle about the Big Mac where you listed all the ingredients, which I just did. Except the only ingredient not listed is the pink slime. The Big Mac knows magic. Just look how it made so many diabetic feet disappear. If you already knew this year was the 50th anniversary of the Big Mac, congratulations on being really fat. The only thing special about the special sauce is how fast it runs through your intestines. Australia has a Big Mac BLT with tomato and bacon for customers customers who want their heart attacks just a little bit faster. If you visit L.A., there's a good chance your Big Mac will be made by Scott Bale. Former President Donald Trump doesn't like to be seen eating Big Macs in public, although he does enjoy them. Why? Well, it makes his hands look even smaller. When you finish eating your Big Mac, you can use the cardboard container to store your tears. Big Macs are why Ronald McDonald's hips are so wide. Big Macs are Whoopi Goldberg's favorite between snack meal. It's constantly being pushed on us by a clown. Oh, wait. No, that's the border wall. I'm... There's a vegetarian version of the Big Mac designed specifically for people who enjoy things that are terrible. Each Big Mac is made with two beef patties that weigh 1.6 ounces each. Just like the Olsen twins. You can double your Big Mac by requesting two additional patties. But first, be sure to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself where everything went wrong. Finally, something you didn't know about the Big Mac. It's the most popular thing you can get at McDonald's. Other than a bathroom tuggy from a tweaker. <laughs> Are you into cooking? You know, I, I mentioned it before that I'm I'm huge cooking that up especially now I, I always over the last 15 20 years i got pretty good i do a lot of cooking i do 70 80 percent of our cooking breakfasts homemade sauces everything homemade scratch i love that really like doing it i got pretty good at it. and i you missed the foodie roundup last hour if you missed it it'll be on the podcast tomorrow by the way it's a good one 
However, if you're an awful cook, we're going to help you become more Martha Stewart-like. Uh, these are some tips. Glenner's tips for improving your cooking skills. Just little things that I've, that I've learned that I think would help you. For instance, just because uh, it's a pan doesn't mean you should prepare food in that thing that collects motor oil. Also, make sure to find somebody you don't like very much and use them as your taste tester. Oh, make sure to wear an apron that's got a whimsical saying, you know, kiss the cook or COVID isn't real. I don't know, whatever you want to come up with. And remember, this is really important as well, like making sausage and meats. If you lose a finger in the meat grinder, make sure to stop and take it out before continuing. And remember, if you get really good at this, man, you could have your own TV show where you scream at wannabe chefs in like a surly British accent. Oh, always very important. Make sure to serve vegetables with every meal. Of course, only if they're deep fried, wrapped in bacon, melted cheese, covered in ranch dressing. Uh, you want to make sure uh, in your spice rack, make sure to keep your sea salts separate from your bath salts. We don't want people scratching each other's eyes out. You can tell yourself that microwave, yeah, just keep telling yourself microwave cooking uh, cold pizza counts as cooking. Keep telling yourself that. These are all Glenner's cooking tips. Here's another thing I found that works very well for enthusiastic reviews of your food. Easy. Simply sprinkle just a, a, a every dish with just a dash of crack. Just a dash. And finally, uh, before you uh, start cooking, you want to make a list. That's real important. First thing on the list should say, tear up this damn list and order out on Grubhub. There. Then you're done. You're welcome. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Well, if that show didn't make you hungry, I don't know what would. Well, weed, of course. There's always weed. And starvation. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be back with an all-new show next week. And coming up, me and Maria's anniversary show. Oh, that'll be a fun one. Make sure to tell your friends. Spread the word. Like our stuff. Give us a review. Give us thumbs up. Lots of stars. If you're into live from Crapper Creek, the podcast sure would like it from Crapper Creek, Alaska. Check out our general store, uh, the Twitter page. And of course, we stream live at xtalk959.com on the farthest North Rock station on planet Earth. Till next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glendertainment production.